You're listening to Caddy Wampus. I believe that's Mr. Gilmore's. Uh, it's the only good movie. Um, <laughs> I didn't hate Billy Madison. Hey, Nobody hey, hates hey, it, hey. but it's, it's not a good gems. movie. Billy Madison's not. Uh, does that count as an Adam Sandler yes. movie? Or is that just a movie with Adam Sandler? I, I guess. It's like saying your favorite Clint Eastwood movie is The Bridges of Manasset County. I don't know what that is. Oh, God. Exactly. I opened too many streams and now my PC is lagging. Oh God. As long as it can record, you should be fine. Just don't cross the streams. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get one Ghostbusters reference a year. Just one. That's all I need. Mass Effect. Yes, let's talk about Mass Effect. Mass Effect. And the apparent giant letdown that this uh, series was. Uh, I guess the real descent into being a letdown started with the ending of Mass Effect 3. But we'll come to that. Uh, and, and ending I've never seen, by the way. Oh, there's several endings. Uh, and this is the big selling point of the series when they launched it. Uh, the decisions you make in each game, and there are a lot of points where you'll have decisions to make, uh, were supposed to have a significant impact on the way the game ended. So well, this feels like the first game that really tried to market that as a thing, right? Like, um, but the second game did continue with that, and they had a few moments, especially early on, um, like in the first level or two i wouldn't say it's the first well, game the but days. it was definitely one of the but, but like like in terms of marketing yeah, like yeah. like it was the first game to really be like you, the choices you make will define you you know yeah yeah and i'm not really sure if they were thinking of like the paragon renegade system which is like you know light side dark side and kotor or you know being a good guy or bad guy that didn't have as much of an impact as i had hoped it would um, I mean, Bioware games have never, I mean, all of their, like, oh, you're, you know, you're going to make moral choices, and these moral choices are going to have a huge impact on the story. They never really do. Other than right. maybe certain people end up dead, and that's about it. I will say, like, when I played the first Mass Effect, the way people, the way my crew treated me and the way they fought about me did really matter to me. I like, like where I was the first game. <clears throat> Yeah, like, I was really obsessed with, like, there's got to be a way to make the right decision to help these people it also, and keep them. It also helped a lot that I read the um, the prequel to Mass Effect. It was a novel they put out, like, right before the game launch. <clears throat> and I was, like, so so enthralled by the book that when the first game came out, I was just, I was hooked. And I I played through the first game probably three different times to so just see all the different options and see what all you could do. Mm-hmm. And I, I did too. Yeah, and it was it was fantastic. Um, hmm. Now everyone seems to think or seems to believe that Mass Effect Two is the best. Um, I disagree. I disagree too. I yeah I 
I, I like two. Yeah. But I think two 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 probably has a better two improves uh, on gameplay systems yeah. significantly. Two, yeah. Two has like a better combat system and a better management system, but I think the story of one is still like awesome. Yeah. I think it's also really telling that they basically kept the talent and combat systems from two in Mass Effect three. And they kind of went back to Mass Effect 1 with a couple of the talents. At least as far as I can remember, 2 had a very simple system. Wasn't Not a lot of weapon variety, whereas in 1 you could find like 50 varieties of the same rifle. Wasn't 1 the one only one that had like a true inventory system too? Well, it yeah, did, because you, you have, yeah you had a fuck ton of pickups, but if you played the if you played the game right, you could have a pistol with a heat sink that you could fire forever. Yeah. And, and it never overheats. Yeah, I, I fucking loved that though. I don't know. I, I really liked. I know the inventory <laughs> management sucked, but like. Yeah, I love breaking the game. Yeah. <laughs> um. Nah, that's why yeah, I like. That's why Play I like two and three. It's like Burger it, King. Yeah. Did you say it's like Burger King? Yeah, you have it your way. Just as <laughs> Oh, I thought you were gonna compare it to Sneak King. But the I, best Burger King I kind of I kind of like games that you can break. Wait, there was a Burger King. There was like three game? or four Burger King games. They um. There were three or four. Yeah, there were. Like, there, like, were there were so many that you could no longer. They were remember. um. There were Xbox exclusives that you got with uh, Happy, Happy Xbox, Meals. Xbox. That's way too recent. Is that, yeah, King it was Xbox 360. Meals. Like you got. You that's could no, buy. no, 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 no. This is Super Nintendo or earlier. There's nope. no way. I have. I, oh, I had no. all of them and. Uh, <laughs> Steve watched me play Sneak King for a little while. <coughs> These are this is the odds. This is post 9/11. Yep. After 9/11, Burger King said we need to get into the video game market. Yep. And surprisingly, Sneak King was actually pretty well received. Yeah. Well not received. not a terrible game for a free Burger King game. Or five was it five dollars or was Wait, it free? They were free. It was cheap. All I remember is this was back when you were obsessed with getting fucking Chivas. Yeah, and then I lost my Xbox account, so all those achievement points are fucking gone. Good, you that's what you it. get. How do you for... lose your Xbox account? Uh, for, forget the password and then lock it. So I believe it was tied to an email address to a website that no longer exists. So I can't get into that email, so I can't get that account. Oh, yeah, pretty cool. Okay, but um. So any, if you purchased a value meal at Burger King, you could get any of the games uh -huh. for three ninety nine. Yeah, it's it's <clears> like <throat> you could get like the Ninja Turtle tapes. Yeah. I remember. Um, and it was in two thousand six. That's so. That's too recent. Yep. Um. It was it was pretty cool, but uh, anyway, Mass Effect. Yeah. Um, so what 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 yeah what what fast food chain did you have to go to play Mass Effect? Pizza Hut, probably. Carl's Jr. <laughs> Mass Effect takes place in the sorta not so distant future. It's like a hundred, hundred fifty years from now, something mm -hmm. like that. Um, we find out that there's a basically a jump gate out by Pluto, or really far out there. And using a artifact that we recover, a la two thousand one, we are able to use it and join a galactic federation. So go humanity. Um, didn't we as... find the first mass relay on Mars or something? Uh, that was the artifact. That's what okay. told us how to use it and how to create dark energy fields, which you need in order to use the relays. Yeah. And these relays were set up by persons or entities unknown throughout the galaxy to enable FTL travel. So you can jump from one point around the galaxy to another. Pretty cool stuff. Um, so yeah, we joined this uh, Galactic Federation. This isn't like Star Trek at all. Um, on the Citadel, which is... <laughs> Certainly of, not uh, legally. 
Off of the Citadel, which is basically a United Nations building in space, right? There's a whole bunch of different species there. Uh, the first game jumps into... I don't remember when they bring it up, but there's a a few calls to a coming apocalypse or a coming of the Reapers, which nobody really wants to admit or talk about. Uh, one of your early adversaries Seraph. is communing with them. Seraph, was that his name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like Serum. Nah, Seraph. Oh, Google. Help I'm looking at it right now. All right, hold on. I'm pulling up the Help character list. Saren Artarius? Told you, Saren. Okay. I thought it was like the gas. I could have sworn it was yeah, exactly. all these character names. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, you play as Commander Shepard. Uh, you discover a plot from a, what are they called? Are they called Spectres? Uh, yep. They're called Spectres uh, from another Spectre to try to bring back the Reapers. And so the entirety of the first game is really kind of about you building a team, your A team. Yeah, you go around the galaxy picking up people uh, who have not telepathic powers um and such engineers that whole nine and you try to stop him and of course you will sort of succeed um there's decisions that you have to make throughout the game like whether or not to live uh allow certain alien species to live uh, like this one bug race that you find that just reproduces rapidly uh that is a decision that will come back later so if you kill it or spare it um you will have to give up one of your crew one of the two humans on your crew uh, in a effort to try to stop Saren in the final act of the game. The and only correct remember... answer is Aiden. You give him up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep, fuck Caden. Fuck Caden. Yep. Um, Ashley Williams will survive every time. <laughs> yep. It's true. Uh, and you could pick up... Um, I think there are two optional ones. Um, look at their names now. So there's Tally... Is she one of the optional ones? I don't think she was optional, optional. or DLC. No, yeah, I, don't, I think it was I Rex and Liara then. You can complete the game with only three people. Um, I think the reason for that is two of them are guaranteed to be the humans, and one of those two has to be sacrificed. So you can end the game with basically a minimum of two crew. And I did try to do this. I played this game a number of times trying to see how much I could break it. And wow. So like, so like me, David over here is trying to keep everyone alive. Meanwhile, Corey's like, how many people? How many, how few people can I get away with in completing my mission? How many may I slaughter? Yeah. And the, the answer is surprisingly few. Um, y- yeah. <laughs> you psychopath. <laughs> hey, so to my defense, Okay, the first time I played this game, Paragon you're such a, you're such completed a all Sutherland. I completed all the side quests, all of them, all the tedious side quests, uh, all the bomb defusals on obscure moons, all the annoying lunar rover missions. And I say annoying because, goddamn, that rover liked to flip over and no, really that had a hard sucked. time. Yeah, that's awful. That's like the <clears throat> Batmobile in Arkham Knight. That thing sucks. I got it, used it, it, to this, it. This rover was apparently filled with aerogel because it bounced off everything and had no weight and i just i found it difficult to control i I grew fond of it on my third and fourth replays you know i was okay with it but my god as a first time player i was so annoyed at this thing but i I completed everything i did paragon everything you know choosing the good guy actions Uh, i thought the game was really fun i played it several times um and my most recent playthrough i guess was God, probably 10 years ago, eight years ago, something like that, okay. where I tried to just play the game with as few characters as possible. So I did nothing optional, only did the main story to the best of my ability. Right. And you I played it think... as an isolationist loner. You don't like people. You torture small animals. You, yes, to a degree. Um, and those choices actually do come through later. So Mass Effect 2 and the, the only good Mass Effect bug 3. is a dead bug. 
you import your save games um, from your previous. Mm -hmm. So if you're playing on Xbox, which actually I think I think I played it the first time on Xbox. I played it on PC later. Uh, it'll so find your save game. The first time I played it was on Xbox. I think it was launched originally on Xbox only, and then it mm -hmm. came to PC later. I did play it on PC as well, and I will say I think I like the Xbox controls a little more for this. Um, so yeah. First game kind of felt a little more open. Uh, second game kind of jumps you into like an action movie, and you start off. And by the way, we could say spoilers, but this series has been out for a decade, so let's be real here. Also, there's multiple endings and multiple choices, so it's like spoilers for a choose your own adventure book. Uh, yes and no, David, and this is one of the reasons people got so mad about this game. Um, eh. <laughs> Most people don't understand storytelling. So, yeah, Mass Effect 2 starts off and you die. Uh, your ship is destroyed. That's you can't help it. It's like the opening cutscene. You're trying to basically put out fires, but you're you're gonna die, uh, and you're rebuilt uh, by this billionaire of this corporation of I don't fucking remember the name of the corporation. It was Martin. It Sheen, was Martin wasn't Sheen. It? Yeah. Martin Martin Sheen rebuilds <laughs> President you. Bartlett. Yeah, President Mar Martin Bartlett rebuilds you. <laughs> Martin Gene has the technology and he will rebuild you. So now you're partially cybernetic. And a cool twist of this is because you're, you've been killed and brought back to life cybernetically, if you go renegade, actually your scar tissue from your death will start to flare up and turn like glowing orange. Kind of looks like you're coming apart at the seams. I thought that was a cool touch. Uh, if you go Paragon, your scars will actually kind of slowly heal. I wouldn't know. I tried to do the right thing. So you probably never saw your face coming apart with orange energy. Um, no, I was a good person, Corey. Well, let me tell you, it looks pretty cool. Um, <laughs> wow, sounds <clears throat> radical. It reminded me of, like, I don't know, uh, Terminator. Oh, so Brian, you also were an evil man. Uh, no, I just saw it. I, was, I, did, so, I did evil on, like, a half of a playthrough for fun. Oh, so you stood by and did nothing. Mm-hmm. Mass Effect 2 doesn't really talk about the Reapers a lot. And the first one, uh, the first game ends with you fighting a Reaper off, or a single Reaper. It's this yeah. dreadnought ship. It destroys a whole bunch of the fleet. Um, yeah. You can make decisions in the very last part of the game, like if you'll try to save the Council, the Galactic Council, the UN Council, basically, or right. you just try to save humanity. Um, and that was actually a choice that does, I think it kind of heavily impacts how you start the third game off, which we'll come back yeah. to later. Because <laughs> if you it let does. the Council die... Uh, Newsflash, not having unity in a time of intergalactic crisis is a problem. Um, and you're basically... Okay, so you either save a, a a human ship or you save the ship that has the council on it. That's the choice you have to make. So if you save humanity's ship, you know, their, their ship with their representatives, then when the next game starts, humanity is trying to put itself in a position of power over the intergalactic council because they have the numbers. They have the elected officials... Uh, and frankly, the military strength at this point, because their ships were basically saved while the Reaper was destroying everything. I mean, this single ship destroys so many ships. Is the premise uh, of this the game console. that the Reapers are just right? Mm, no. <laughs> what? I mean, like, they're they got real quiet, so maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, ooh, ooh I've really, <sighs> I've really hit on something here. Yeah, I think, I think you might have, you might, you might have a point here. And there's, you're right. I'm, we should reboot. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, reimagine. Re we should reimagine this whole trilogy uh, to be a little less uh, genocide-y, right? Um, yeah, Mass Effect 2, that's not really your threat. Uh, instead, a servant no. race of the Reapers is a threat, the Collectors. Uh, yeah, they just harvest yeah. entire planets at once. Uh, God knows what's happening to them. Oh, they're being absorbed into some kind of hive collective. Uh, you have to try to save everybody that's on this collector ship 
and the final mission in Mass Effect 2 I think is really cool because every time you go through a combat area you have to make decisions uh, while you're trying to extract survivors from this ship and those decisions will either result in you not being able to get out with everybody although if you're very good you can actually have it both ways you can or you're gonna have to give up crewmen um, to try to make the objective you know come out and you can actually fail this mission and fail the game and that's game over Mm-hmm. Uh, if you do that, I don't think you can actually use that save game in Mass Effect 3, because technically you lost. You lost you the second can. game. No, you can, because you start as a new character in 3. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I, see, I never failed this mission, because I was always yes, so determined. So, so you can die. Well, you don't fail. You die, but you win. Hmm. Like, you, you can do, lose a lot you, of characters, too. Um, yeah, you, so you, you can do the job. So so Mass Effect 2 is kind of the more controversial like like point of, of, of decision tree, where you can win, but but Shepard will die. And then Mass Effect 3 would then start with Shepard dead, and you are a new character on the Earth defense side. I never knew that, because I... Uh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. So that's another cool element, right? But you do like... win. Like, you do you do complete your mission in Mass Effect 2. It's just Shepard doesn't make it out. And, um, well, Mass Effect 2, a lot of the game is actually spent going around gathering other characters to try to help mm-hmm. with this big siege on this collector ship that's using yes. uh, this forbidden relay. So you have to build a key that will let you enter the relay. I think and you do that a, by... The big one's Tally, right? Where, like, like, like if, if you fucked Tally over in the first game, she won't help you in the second one? Um, yes. And there's actually a story for her in the third game, too, that you can wrap up if you've mm-hmm. been playing nice with her. Um, or you oh, can fuck her over in that nice game too. Tally. Oh, I was playing nice with the weird leather-bound woman with the gas mask. Don't worry, I was playing nice. <laughs> I have no doubts. <laughs> Don't worry, she lived in every version of my story. <laughs> in, in, in addition to getting these crewmen, you also have to get um, all, all these people that are going to help you out. These uh, rather crazy people, also depending kind of who you picked to. Depending on, depending on what you did the first game, your second game, you're going to have certain people you can or can't go for. <laughs> the uh, you get them on your ship, is, and then you can, have to try to get, get to know them Seth better. Can you Seth Green to live? <clears throat> He's my favorite character in the series. The pilot? Yep. It's, it's a little tedious, because you have all these people what you recruit, and then you have to do <laughs> no these side missions to, to you know get them to like you more. And that impacts how well they'll fight in the final fight, right? If mm-hmm. you don't do the, anybody's side missions, a lot of people are going to die. Yeah. Uh, any any characters you care about will probably end up sacrificing themselves trying to get people out of the ship or fending off the attackers from your ship, etc., etc. So Mass Effect 2, like, I don't know. It, it got a little tedious for me. I was like, okay, I got everybody on the ship. You know, I don't need everyone. I've got the relay unlocked. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just keep doing this so I have the highest chance of winning. And by God, it got tedious. And some of the stories are good. And some yeah. of them aren't. And that's just what happens when you have a cast of, like, 12 people. Or was well, it, like... No, I, I, I agree. I do think that one of the reasons that two is often considered better than one is that two kind of seems to be the apex of their premise, which is the choices you make matter, but it won't hurt you from the game. Like, you can literally beat the game making all the wrong choices, but it actually affects you on a story level. So, it, it, And I think that's part of the tedium, which is, look, if you want everybody to like you, and you want everybody to live, you're going to have to do a lot of bullshit, which, by the way, is kind of true of real life. <laughs> like, like you, you have to do all this stuff to keep you... Like, nobody's actually destined to die in Mass Effect 2. You can save everyone, but it requires so much work to do and making the right choice every time. Whereas you could also just 
breeze through the game and be like, anyway, we're all good. Everyone's dead, but I did it. Like, those are kind of the two options. But I think that's why people like two so much over one. Well, two also had a much darker theme. Uh, if you romanced a character in the first game, and uh, when you meet them in the second, uh, the survivor of the two, right? Uh-huh. Uh, Caden or Ashley, I think. Yeah. Uh, you, you actually have a small arc with them, and they do not like that you're working for Cerberus. That's their name. Uh, they don't like that you're working Ugh. with Cerberus, who rebuilt you. Um, and you're just kind of so doing does, it because... So does Martin Sheen have two extra heads? What the fuck? <laughs> Uh, no, it's just the name of the corporation. <laughs> Is the corporation the corporation rebuilt? Yeah, I mean, specters are like a what? A galactic police force. They're special forces. They're, yeah, they're green leaders, basically. They, they're allowed to be judge, jury, and executioner in delicate oh, matters. They're, they're, they're judges like Judge Dredd. Yeah, exactly. I mean, basically, you're allowed to make very big decisions that. Under normal circumstances, you want to go talk to your boss, maybe have a big galactic right. debate. But Spectres are allowed to say, actually, this is a matter of galactic urgency. I'm wounded to shoot this guy and prevent a galactic crisis. They're allowed to do that, which is why it's so unique that a human, you, Shepard, are part of that force. But in the second game, you're not that. You're basically a mercenary. Uh, not really by choice. I mean, you owe Cerberus for bringing you back to life. And that's a string they pull on. A lot. So... Uh, second game is also a lot darker in theme and visually if i remember the levels are a lot darker as well it just the game feels darker it's more edgy isn't three the darkest technically uh thematically yes no. but not in terms of level design so what i did my last replay i played all three games back to back and the second one definitely has the worst lighting <laughs> uh also oh, compared to the first one which is sort of a mystery <laughs> star trek game the second one's more of a oh no bad things are happening and we have to try to stop it you know planets are being abducted people are getting killed this isn't just a light-hearted adventure discovery. Ooh, what's up all these really weird races? Ooh, what's this weird little site? It's like, oh no. The entire planet's gone missing. Everybody on it is dead or gone. Oh no. We have to stop this. Uh, which brings us, I guess, to the third game. Um, which I've replayed the least. Yeah, I think I've played it <clears throat> one and a half times, maybe? I played the multi- I played it twice. I played the multiplayer more than I played the campaign. Uh, so yeah, the third game, there are you're on a galactic map again. Uh, you're racing against time, so there actually are missions that'll pop up that if you don't get to them within a certain amount of time, and that time is measured by you loading a level. So if you load a level, an interval passes. Uh, some missions that if you don't get to them quick enough, the Reapers will win. You have to try to secure assets. You're trying to build this... What It's like a super weapon or something, right? It's, yeah. The, the third game is basically battleship in space. Yeah, and the more side quests you do, the better chance you have, the better your war ranking gets, or I don't remember what they called it. Uh, and then it comes down to the end of the game. <laughs> I like war rank. I think war rank is good. We'll go war rank. We'll, we'll, we'll go war rank. So it gets to the end of the game. Uh, it's time to fire off the super weapon. And you get on the super weapon. It turns out the Citadel was alive. It was built by the Reapers. The mass relays were built by the Reapers. This is all part of a 50,000 year cycle of culling civilization and harvesting biomass to integrate into more reapers so the more often every every time the cycle happens the reapers get stronger we're all silent every time yeah, <laughs> right <laughs> and also if you watch picard you'll see a lot of mass effect in it um yeah yeah, yeah. so it comes down to basically only having a few choices and i think at launch there were three choices uh so you can either destroy the reapers um you could try to control them which I think required you to have a, a better war ranking. Uh, or you can synthesize and turn all sentient life 
into nanite hybrids. It's not really clear. Uh, it's it's made out to be the best option, I think, because it's the green colored option, uh, whereas destroy is the red option, control is the blue option. And people didn't like this endings because we have all these choices, all these different narratives that are changing, and it always comes down to this. You only have three choices. It isn't that sort of the point, I say, that it doesn't matter because this is a cycle. You never had free will to begin with. So there you go. It's a video game. That, that, that's my take on it. A lot of people didn't like that there were only three choices and they were literally just different colors of different well, yeah, cinematics. Well, well, what do they want? Right. I mean, completely different endings. I guess preventing the Reapers from coming in the first place. I, yeah, I like, 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 like at that point in the story, what are the other options they would have liked, I guess would like be the my question. The third game opens with Reapers landing on Earth and destroying yeah. things and abducting people. Like, this is how the game starts. Like, it's not just on Earth. Like, all the major civilizations have this problem. I think they want uh, they something that you, can't, <clears throat> that you can't get in a game like this. At least not yet. Like, Heavy Rain and... Um... Detroit become human have how many endings like some some ridiculous number and I feel like in a game like this that they couldn't do that yeah but here's the thing about both of those games is that most people don't laud those games as storytelling masterpieces yeah the, the more choices you made that were the, the guess, less your story mattered going in like 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 story, story was always about reapers like it was always about culling you can't like stop way, that but also the way like storytelling works is that if you've told your story right, the ending is the only thing that could have happened. So if 18 things could have happened, your story was meaningless. Well, they added a fourth option because of the player outrage uh, called Refusal, um, where you literally walk away after you get to the end of the game. You just say, no, we're not using this weapon. Uh, we're just going to fight them until we're all gone. And that's somehow a band-aid for people being mad about choices. And there's a fourth choice, and you don't use the super weapon uh, or whatever that's been worked on by every civilization, every 50,000 years, up until the end. And it's just been iteratively improved by every civilization for God knows how many millions of years. No one's been able to really fire it. Or if they did, they chose the wrong things. Um, and yeah, uh, there's an interesting theory about Mass Effect 3, which... I think as to the game and this is tangible you can play mass effect 3 uh right now not that any of you will <laughs> and you'll you'll hear audible hallucinations and you'll see things that aren't really there like the first level there's this like kid that keeps running around and it's not really there um you'll have these weird dream sequences between missions that aren't really dreams it's kind of like you're going crazy and i think a lot of people forget about this stuff uh because when i did my replay my big triple replay i went back and i was reading the codex entries and indoctrination is where reapers are able to psychologically control you and manipulate you and they do that with these low hums and whispers and eventually you start seeing things that aren't there and before you know it you're doing what they wanted you to do in mass effect 3 it's made pretty clear you're being indoctrinated because you're being close to reapers all this time uh you start having hallucinations you hear these whispers and hums. Clearly, Shepard is becoming mind-controlled and is fighting it off in their dreams. And by the end of the game, there's a big explosion as you're rushing to get up to this super weapon. And after this big explosion, I think that's when you become indoctrinated, officially. Because you somehow manage to get to this beam after defeating the infamous enemy Marauder Shields. <laughs> you go up to this beam, you go into the Citadel... Every living thing on there is just a biomass. It's all all these people and aliens are melted together. 
and it comes down to this big decision of firing the weapon or trying to control the reapers or synthesize it, none of it matters because you're probably indoctrinated so you're just doing what they wanted you to do anyway Shepard dies on earth is the real ending i think and that's why i say none of these choices actually matter because if you actually read the codex entries if you actually pay attention during the third game it's clear you're not in charge of your own mind <laughs> you're not really making decisions uh the, the reapers are controlling you so it's a matrix reloaded situation and that, it's a little bit more like that i think and i think that also kind of flew over the heads of a lot of people because they got so mad about these three choices but be an intellectual hey we never had one <laughs> like that, that, that's what they kind of spelled out with this writing i think the other big issue is that the guy that wrote basically the entire series left for the third game the the guy uh drew drew carpishan um he wrote the prequel novel he wrote one he wrote two and then he left for three that probably didn't help um but i guess how do you if you're writing these on a story by story basis i'm sure he had a storyboard explaining how this was going to work right yeah and this wasn't just one guy writing i'm sure there was a writing team because there's a lot of story in these games yeah he was any one he of was these just the lead he like, was the lead writer right i'm sorry lead writer was my mac walters co-writer was uh drew carpishan <clears throat> he left to uh do the old republic which is oh yeah that amazing thing uh-huh. he also did anthem he also did anthem yeah uh i thought he left anthem he's credited with anthem yeah hmm Anthem so was in development hell, though, right? So, so he did enough to be credited. He, every other thing that he has worked on has been amazing, but yeah, uh, not his recent. I'd say his best work is the uh, Darth Bane series. Or the books? Yeah. But, Brian, those aren't canon. Well, that's Mass Effect in a nutshell. Uh, so has everybody here played it? Yep. I, yep. I played all three. I only played three, though, after all the updates, so I don't know what the original version was like. I think the major update they added was just including the not making a choice choice. Well, and the epilogue. Huh? Yeah. So in my version, There's an epilogue. Yeah, yeah. So in so in my version, I I was able to save my crew. They crash landed on a planet, and then you cut to I don't know, like a thousand years later, and they tell the tale of the shepherd or whatever. Huh. You know what I'm talking about everybody. No, actually, was I... it really that far into the future? I, I don't know, I was guessing, but it's it's in the distant future is how that's it's played. Actually, and I think that's in the original cut. Okay, yeah. Because I did my, I did my playthrough three, and then I said, hold on, I'm going to replay the game from the beginning. And I played mm-hmm. all three over the course of a few weeks. Uh, and yeah. it takes a while, even if you're Russian, it takes a while. These games are, they have a lot of game. Uh, the Tale of Shepard or whatever with the star, there's like, there's some people sitting looking at like the stars at night, and they're talking about these old folklore tales. That's in the original cut. Uh, what else did they add? I didn't play it post patches, so I don't know. I think a lot of it wasn't, from what I understand, from what I've read, the cutscenes were not very clear. They like were just kind of rushed at the end of the game. And this is a big vein in video games, from what I understand, and you all could speak to this, which is nobody spends as much time on the end as they do the beginning because what only forty percent of people who play video games get to the end. Yeah like consumers all that really matters so, is selling the game yeah like they don't like most like the ending of video games is not a priority because most people never get there 
I didn't realize how many or how few people actually finished games until I started looking at the uh, achievement percentages. Yeah. It, oh my god. Yeah, Steam shows yeah. those. Uh, and I've got some achievements. I've been like, okay, cool. About the time I got that, one percent of players yeah. have this. I'm like, how? Yeah. How? So, so when this is got, so simple. So I believe a big part of Mass Effect Three was not so much that people didn't like the ending, but that the ending didn't make any fucking sense apparently as well. It like really doesn't help here. Is no matter which of those three original choices you make, yeah. uh, there's a cutscene where like the Normandy or whatever is flying yeah. through. Yeah, yeah, they were unclear. Like you didn't know what happened basically. Based You're on flying the through space, and either a red colored energy ribbon, a green colored energy ribbon, a blue colored energy ribbon is chasing you, and yeah. that's what knocks your ship and makes it crash on the same planet, no matter what. Uh, the only thing that was visually distinctive, I think, was the. Th- third ending the synthesize where you blend with technology that ending has like a little bit more discussion about becoming part machines and all life all sentient life as we know it is now somehow hybridized and so now there's no longer conflict between reapers the epitome of technology and you know organic life which is prone to self-destruction now there's a hybridization and all races are actually the same now because of this hybridization everybody okay let's be blunt Everybody is now the Borg. <laughs> the Borg win. <laughs> yeah. And Steve, you're the only one that I think that played Andromeda to completion. Yeah, you don't need to know about Andromeda. You sure? Well, give, give us positive. the skinny. Give us the skinny. Like, just the very <sighs> simple overview. Phrase, you, you played it to completion. Uh-huh. It's like, so you fucked Max Andromeda. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you finished, right? Like, so you Steve, got yours? Like, when, when you played Mass Effect Andromeda, how many times did you come? <laughs> can you negative ejaculate like injaculate i mean whatever you're into yeah, can you injaculate exactly it's, it's theoretically possible but I can't okay so how much did you myself. hate this game no 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 just just give us the skinny man like what's it about when does it take place after uh, after the third game right like after the third mass effect mm, yes and no so what do you mean yes and no <laughs> technically it's it starts before the event so oh, fuck Okay. So okay. I, it's called basically you are part of something called the Andromeda Initiative. So we know the Reapers are coming. They we know they're coming to call the galaxy, and a bunch of wealthy benefactors get together and say, "Fuck this! We're gonna send a bunch of ships to Andromeda, out of the galaxy, out of the Reapers' reach." We're going to go there. We're going to colonize. We're going... Humanity and these other races are going to keep living. That way, three never actually happened for this team. Yep, exactly. (laughs) So, you and your crew get sent into space in cryogenic stasis and wake up 500 years in the future? I think it's 1,000. Yeah, it's somewhere... It's 500 or 1,000. So, you're in Andromeda, completely removed from the events of Mass Effect 3. You have no idea what happened if humanity survived, if the Reapers won. Doesn't fucking matter. So, you and your crew get there, and your first goal is to figure out what's habitable, where you can live. You are the Pathfinder. So, you become the Pathfinder. Your entire mission is to find habitable planets and seed life. And it turns into this whole story that basically is just the story of the fucking collectors all over again. Oh, so it's Mass Effect 2.2? 2. 2. 
basically. So you run into another race that already, or a few races already live out there. One of them's evil and wants to assimilate or something along those lines. And you have to stop them. While at the same time finding habitable planets and setting up new bases. I mean, it's beat for beat, almost Mass Effect 2. Except with the whole, the ending was much more boring. And the characters weren't as likable. They weren't as fun. It was also glitchy as shit. <laughs> yep, it was very, very broken at the beginning. Uh, How? The com- at this point, they've made three Mass Effect games. It was a different team. How? Did it, was a, it was different. It was like a sub-studio. Right? It was a different team, and it was a new engine. They were running on Frostbite, because EA said everything has to run on Frostbite now. Except for the fact that Frostbite is absolute dog shit is for there literally any, anything but shooters. Is there any good game that runs on Frostbite? Yeah. Battlefront. Battlefield. That's it. Uh, no, there's uh, apparently there's sports games on uh, Frostbite run pretty well, don't they? They do now, after years of trial and error. But this was one of the first games that they were trying to branch Frostbite out into being, you know, their in-house engine that they use for everything. No, um, so but the problem is it wasn't built for all it. the all the FIFA and Madden games have been on it, and they're all fine. Um, are they are they good games? I mean, people love them. I I don't know. That's not what <laughs> I asked. Lo- people- People, people love, love Transformers movies. Yeah. People <laughs> love Transformers movies. People love lots of garbage. Um, like, but so I've only played the Battlefield series. I played Dragon Age Inquisition, which is apparently on it, and I played Battlefront, and those were all fine. Okay. But. <clears throat> but no, like whatever, ba- whatever they did to Andromeda, they they messed up a lot in terms of glitching and. Well, the other problem was is that their original plan was that since you're trying to find new planets, it was going to be procedurally generated. And the oh, planets no. you yeah, they're the where you were going to go was going to be procedurally generated and new planets were going to be and it was going to be all roguelike kind of how you ended this up doing stuff. This planet will be different. Yeah. So, kind of like how I think at the time, hey, No, no Man's yeah. Sky, that game's doing great. It wasn't. Uh, let's do that. Well, that was the plan, was just procedural generation, but they couldn't get it to work worth a shit. So they had to go back to the drawing board like three fucking times on this game. Turns out procedurally generating shit is hard. Yeah. So by the time this game got finally made, it was put together and finished in like a year. Ugh. Same problem that Anthem had, where they basically didn't decide what they were doing until the 11th fucking hour and built everything in an afternoon. What was it? They didn't decide what they were doing until they all saw the the fucking cinematic at E3 or whatever. And they were like, oh, that's the game we're making. Sort of. Oh, that's an an Anthem. Yeah, basically. Because Anthem... Like, it didn't even have flying in the game until one afternoon. They were just like, let's just add this real quick because we need something to show one of the higher-ups. And the higher-up basically played it and went, flying, that felt great. That was fun. The rest of it's dog shit. Build something around that. And they had to go back to the drawing board again. I'm assuming Anthem is still completely trash, right? I mean, mean, it's still still a garbage fire. They're trying to a uh, realm reborn it right now. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. 
That's that's what I'm saying. I feel like that's a story you only see once in a lifetime. I mean, everyone. I I don't think so. I think everyone's gonna try that because you. If the game's bad enough at release, yeah, they'll probably try it. But well, also like again, like the same reason you're getting all the remakes. It's easier to fix something than to make something new. I guess we'll see. And also, uh, if, all, if all of them have that mentality, like, yes, we'd all prefer something new, but who's going to do that? Who's going to risk that? I mean, Anthem and Andromeda are both games that they have some good ideas in them. And overall, their biggest problem has nothing to do with, like, core gameplay mechanics. It has to do with the wrapper that all of that served in. Hmm. Like, Mass Effect suffered from the story's dog shit, the characters are dog shit, and everyone looks like ass. Like, the entire engine <laughs> just looks like looks ass. like ass. That was the biggest problem. Anthem had the problem of the game. Everyone is game. hideous. I mean, that was a huge problem with Andromeda. I don't care to look at you. <laughs> that was a huge yeah. problem with Andromeda. There, there That's some, amazing. There are videos on YouTube that just demonstrate how bad the modeling and animations were yeah uh, some of the voice acting too apparently uh just not not very no. well delivered lines as putting it i think the best way i could put it would be not well delivered um yeah i i saw some gameplay um i think it might have been on twitch or maybe it's youtube and i just went oh oh i, I loved mass effect as a trilogy uh, i even liked the third one's ending even though a lot of people didn't uh I saw that, and I said, no. Fuck that. <laughs> Mass Effect could be continued as a story, but... Yeah, what's the go future backwards. of Mass Effect? Do tell me, tell, yeah, tell me stories that happened one. before Mass Effect 1. I agree. Prequels are the only way to go with it, because the third one's ending. Prequels never work. They never work. I mean, there's literally nowhere else to go with Mass Effect, though. That's the problem. I don't know. Jump on. But then you still have to say that somebody's ending in Mass Effect One or Mass Effect Three was canon. You have to make one of those endings. Yeah, I know. That's called storytelling. That's why you don't give people the agency of choice when it comes to the ending. Actually, it'd be pretty simple. Um, That's fair. You you just import the Mass Effect Three save game. If anybody still has like, that, by yeah, the time like this comes anybody out. still got that just, laying around. Just boot up your PS3. No, and, no, no, no. Uh, they'll do it like Mass Effect Two and Three did with the new character generation, and that you just choose your backstory from like a drop-down menu. Like, hey, how did Mass Effect Three end? Was it one of these three? <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I had to do it because I didn't have my saves for two. Well, I would say just no. Jump a million years into the future where it literally doesn't matter. What, what happened? And or just reboot the entire franchise at that point. No, don't start over. See, like, But there's no forward. point to move forward in Mass Effect. That's the don't. problem. There's. Why not? Why not? Jump a million years into the future. Then humanity's probably gone by that point. <laughs> All cool. right. So let, let us play as the aliens. Yeah, robots and aliens. What's, yeah, oh, God, we've never played as robots or aliens. We can't understand yeah, this concept. Yeah, we would never do it. I mean, I feel like it doesn't happen that exactly. often. Exactly. Like, what's, what's the last game where we got to play as something other than a fucking human? Even Earth Animal or Crossing. Or for like, Why is everybody in Animal Crossing an animal except for the player? Except you. Yeah, no, it's weird. Um, I mean, Where, Star Fox. What's, what's a game where I don't have to be a human? 
feel World like there's a million that I can't think of right now. I mean, obviously, yeah, World of Warcraft, Star oh, Fox. Project Cars. I can just be a car. That's true. Yeah. Transformers <laughs> Devastation. Um, uh, God of War, you're a god. <laughs> Still a human. No, you just you're a god. But you look like a human. A god That's human. the point. Most yeah yeah, but in Mass Effect they all look like humans still. Like oh, he's blue, but she's gray. Very different. <laughs> so like, the aliens are kind of weird looking, man. They had like those the uh, weird jellyfish looking things that um, always spoke. That couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, and in God of War you shoot fire from your blade. Rex like you're not looks human. Looks like a fucking walking lizard. Games where you don't play as a human. But when was Let's the last see. time you played a game where you were a human who actually had human frailties? Like one shot, one kill. Tomb Raider. CSGO. Counter-Strike Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, CSGO. Actually, the Tomb Raider games, yeah. you do get fucked up, and it that does is, affect you, and it's um, pretty fun. Yeah, no, I wouldn't mind a Mass Effect game where you just, I don't know, play as a different race that wasn't a part of the original yeah. Reaper problem. Oh, I guess technically the uh, Tokyo Jungle game, you play as a bunch of hey, animals. I've got it. I've got it. So here it is. It's a, it's a nice Mass Effect game. It takes place in the Milky Way. It's been an unknown number of years. You're a new alien civilization. You've just discovered the relays. There are a number of other alien races. Something is weird about them because they're ascended or whatever, depending on your Mass Effect 3 ending doesn't matter. We'll just assume it's synthesis or something. And these are all weird races. None of them are from the first game. There's no humans, there's no other Mass Effect 1 races. <clears throat> and it's the same thing all over again. There's no Citadel, because we all know what happened to that. And that's your premise. And that's it. You're, you, you just got to send it. You just or you could just relays. continue Mass Effect Andromeda, except set it 500 years in the future. Uh, that's another option. We settled Andromeda. Everything's cool. We've set up a civilization. Now what? We set up a civilization and we've somehow managed to completely overpopulate and resource drain every single planet in the galaxy. Whoops. I guess we are a virus among the stars. By the way, Untitled Goose Game. You don't play as a human. Um, so, what did you guys think of the ending of the third <laughs> game, though? <laughs> I like the first game a lot from start to finish. Two, I think, is fine. And three, I could do without. Yeah, probably. I think the trilogy is fun. I think I think as a whole, taken as a whole, I think it's pretty good, and I think the endings are pretty appropriate in Mass Effect Three, like at least the way they are now. It's a decent sci-fi story. It's a little Twilight Zoney, but you know what isn't. Yeah, I think my favorite side quest was actually Hurt uh, Tally's whole thing. Yeah, the synths in the third game. That that one felt like it was its own game. That whole side story. I mean, really, the thing you can take away from this is Tally's the coolest character in the games. <laughs> Tally, yeah. Tally, and um, there's your fucking sequel, Tally Effect. Nah, man, I don't, I don't know. What about um, Garrus? Garrus, yeah, he's alright. Garrus is cool. I think, I think Garrus is my favorite character. Garrus is your classic wharf. You know, it's like his most dishonorable. Well, when you put it that way. Oh yeah, do you want to talk about how Picard just stole the Mass Effect mythos and scenes? Corey, you and I saw that episode of the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. all of them touched the artifact, and literally it was Mass Effect. But clearly, it was an inspirational series of nothing else, even though it did. <laughs> inspiration, borrow. yeah, just the way Val- Vanilla Ice was inspired yeah. by Under Pressure. See, theirs goes dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Mine goes dun 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 dun. So yeah, that's Mass Effect ten years later. 
I still think it was a fun series. Yeah, it's got good I, storytelling. I like it. I like the. I do like the trilogy. I would play Andromeda for free, you know, if it was offered to me, but I'm not. I'm not going. How patched is it? Like, that's my question. I'm sure it's fine. It's probably now. as patched as it's gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> this is the least broken it shall be. Enjoy. If I if I play Andromeda, I'm probably gonna play it on PC, and I'm gonna play it with uh, whatever community patch is out to fix the remaining problems that we know weren't fixed. Bold of you to think there's a community around that game. You know, my finding being, being a PC gamer for as long as I have is even the most obscure, shitty games have at least a community of 20 to 100 people. That's true. You, you'd Pe- be surprised. People are stupid. You're right. And oh, You say that, but these are usually the same people that'll write their own game patch to fix all the problems. Uh, so yeah, uh, a couple dozen people managed to fix a broken game. You after, can... You know, you, two years of turmoil. You can understand code and math and still be an idiot. Ben Carson was a surgeon. Uh, I got nothing on that. Yeah, people can be people can be really good at something and still be I was an so idiot. Surprised when I saw that on his wiki page, like what surgeon? People, pe- people can be incredibly good at something. How could you be so be, smart and still be an idiot? But not. <laughs> oh no! It still makes them an idiot. So. Play Mass Effect. So that's Mass Effect. Read a book. <laughs> yeah, no, play, play it. Still, I think it still holds up, man. Uh, and if I yeah, go Effect read the too. Mass Effect books that uh, that Brian recommended because they're the hey, Star Wars way, writer, man. right? Yep. We're, we're supposed Bang. to be staying aside. Why not? Just read the books and play the games. That's Guaranteed, true. it's going to take you a month if you decide to go and read the books and do all the side stories. I am actually kind of curious about the books. I'd be interested to read the. They're really. Oh, there's three of them. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. The the first one specifically, Actually, I, I never read. Um, the last book might take place after or during the third. But they're all him, right? They're yeah, all yeah. The same. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be actually be I'd be curious to pick those up. Those be fun. I would say if you're interested, check out his Darth Bane books as well. So the books are Mass Effect Revelation, Ascension, Retribution, and Deception. One of those is not written by him. I can't remember which one. Uh, the fourth one. Uh, so Mass Effect Deception wasn't written by... Okay, so the first three are him. Okay, yeah. 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 I, I checked so Revelation, Ascension, and Retribution. And, I mean, hey, let's be honest. you got nothing better to do. Just go ahead and read Deception 2. Why That's not? true. <laughs> hey, Steve, you going to read the Mass Effect books? Uh, I might, actually. I was really I, hoping... Like he you... said, I have got nothing better. You can, get, really you can get all four of them in a bundle on Amazon uh, Kindle for twenty four ninety nine. I was hoping That's so much that Steve, you were going to be like, "That's still more money like, than no. I want to pay for those books." I got them both. Yeah, no. Or I got the first two. Um, back when they came out, maybe I'll pick up the third. Wow. Well, who's cool now? Anyway, I've been Brian. <laughs> I've been Corey. Steve. <laughs> I've been Steve. Steve, say your name. I just did. Without whispering. I've been Steve. I was going to do a whole Boss Nass impression. It was going to be great. But you know what, Steve? Fuck you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh, you said a bongo. I've been Dave. Fuck you. You know what? It's not even worth it. Not even <laughs> worth it. Play the first Mass Effect Rated. games. I hate everyone. You've been listening to Caddy Wampus. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr at Caddy Wampus Pod. Email us at caddywampuspodcast at gmail.com. Music by Tilly. 